even as we just say the name. There's power in the name. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you have given us full access to the Father, the holy, magnificent Father. And Lord, we do worship you this morning. And we give you praise and thanksgiving. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Well, good morning. Welcome back to the house of God. Amen. It's good to be home. Good to be back. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, before we get started, it's time to take up an offering. Amen. Come on down. Thank you, Jesus. Grace was ready to go before I even said anything. She knew what was coming. So, Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for the tithes and offerings that you're bringing into this house. We pray that you would bless it, that you would bless the work of our hands, and that you would prosper us. I pray that all of us would be in good health, that you would heal our bodies from our soles to our, of our feet to the top of our heads. Lord God, literally, I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. I can't believe that times are changing so fast. Fall's going to be upon us, if not on us. Already, the days are shorter. Nights are longer and colder, which I like that for sleeping. Amen. Here's a good night's sleep. All right. Well, today, the Jewish people are celebrating Yom Kippur. I thought there for a moment that my wife might be stealing my sermon again up there, like she always does for some reason. The two become one. <laughs> After 28 years of marriage, that happens. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. I was getting there. Amen. <laughs> My, <laughs> all right. All right. My wife said it's the same Holy Spirit that's in her, it's in me. Because God is the same. Amen. The Day of Atonement. That's what today is for the Jewish people. For those that have not believed in Jesus, today is the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, which the Day of Atonement is the cleansing and washing of your sins. 
And each year, and you can read about this in Leviticus chapter 16 in your Bibles, but each year, the holy, the high priest of Israel would have to make atonement for the whole nation of Israel. I don't know if you guys watched Jonathan Kahn, but he has a, he had a, did a great thing on Yom Kippur the other day. We watched it. I would suggest you watch it if you, if you can watch it. Google him on YouTube. <clears throat> but you can read all about this day in Leviticus chapter 16. The Bible tells us that the high priest had to go through all kinds of things to prepare for this day. It says in uh, actually Leviticus chapter 16 verse 30, I'll just quote one um, one sentence in here. It says, for on this day atonement will be made for you on this day to cleanse you and you will be clean from all your sins before the Lord. The high priest every year would have to do so many things. The first thing he would have to do was cleanse himself before he could put on his holy garments. And then he was clean in the presence of the Lord. Then he would be able to do all the other things on this day that were required of him. And there was a lot that he had to do for the Day of Atonement, for cleansing Israel of all their sins. On this most holy day in Israel, we should make our own atonement. Today, for our past year of all of our sins, and we should ask God for forgiveness of those sins. And then we should cast them at the cross that Jesus hung and died on for us. That his blood cleansed us from. Because Jesus' blood washed away all our sins. And his blood still speaks today for all those that come to him. Jesus' blood is still washing away the sins of all humanity. For all those that come to Jesus and call on him as Lord and Savior. His blood is just as powerful, just as potent as it was over 2,000 years ago. Before Jesus... The high priest on this day was the only one that can enter into the Holy of Holies. It was the high priest was the only one that could make atonement for you and for me and the nation. Like I said, before he could even enter the Holy of Holies, he had to take a bath. He had to put on clean garments. He had to prepare rams and bulls. It said that he had to offer a young bull and a ram for a burnt offering. 
He was to take from the Israelites two male goats and one ram for a sin offering for himself first and for his household. Then he would take two goats, one for the Lord and the other for the inhabitants or the people of Israel. One goat was chosen by Lot. They would cast lots on which goat was going to be the one that carried the sin, which goat was going to be sacrificed. But the other goat, the priest would grab a hold of its horns, cast all of the sins for the whole nation, his sins and the whole nation on that goat. They would take it out to an inhabitable place, it said in the Bible. There was a specific man or, or a, that was called to do that. And, before, and he was to take that goat, take it out to an inhabitable place and let it go. And then before he can even enter the tribe of Israel, he had to wash himself again, put on clean clothes, and then he was accepted back into the tribe. There were so many tasks and things that had to be done on this day. I believe there's so much we can learn. Like I would suggest you reading Leviticus chapter 16 in your Bibles. And just go through that and see all the things that the high priest had to do. And what they had to do for atonement of sin. There's so much more on that day that they had to do. Besides just briefly what I went over. Thank God. <laughs> and I'll repeat it. Thank God that we don't have to do all of that. Thank God that we have Jesus that did all of that for us. Once and for all. The final sacrifice. Because Jesus is the pure and spotless lamb of God. He was... And is the precious lamb without blemish or defect. Whose blood, as I said earlier, washes away all our sins. For all those that call upon the name of the Lord. And accept him as their Lord and Savior. We don't have to do all the animal sacrifices anymore. Because Jesus did it. In 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 19. But we do... You can read all about the precious blood of Jesus. But with the precious blood of Jesus, a lamb without blemish or defect, that is who Jesus was. He was our atonement for sin. He was our sacrifice. He redeemed us by his blood, by his precious blood. He redeemed you. That means he bought you at a price. His price was his life which he gave freely for us. Even though we didn't deserve it, and we don't because we're sinners, but we're sinners saved by grace, and that grace is the grace of God. But we do need to be washed by the blood of the Lamb, by Jesus, and we do have to repent of our sins. Just because you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior doesn't give you a right to keep on sinning unless you crucify Christ over and over and over again is what the Bible says. We repent of our sins because we love the Lord and we do not want to see him hurt. 
We don't want to hurt him. Right? You don't want to hurt Jesus. Because you love Jesus. And because you love someone, you don't want to see that person hurt. But we have to repent of our sins. It has to be done. In order for us to be in right standing with God. Repentance is a key. It's pivotal. And we repent, I repented this morning when I ate two Twinkies for breakfast. You know? It's not good. My wife's shaking her head because she knows it's not good. We, rep- we need to repent every day for our sins because we all are sinners and we all fall short of the glory of God. How great of a day would it be today if we all came into repentance on this special day that the Israelites are selling Yom Kippur? Don't you think that the Holy Spirit would fall upon us in a great measure, in a great way? If we all just poured out our hearts to God and said, God, forgive me for my sins, cleanse me. Today is a day that they spent in, a, in repentance, the whole nation of Israel, all day long. And they weren't allowed to work or do anything on this, on this holy day. They spent the whole day in repentance. Can you imagine the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in the church if the church spent a whole day on repentance and got their lives right with God, got their families right with God, and how powerful the Holy Spirit would fall on them. And it's the only way that the church is going to be able to be ready for the rapture of God. It's the only way for the church to become a pure, spotless bride, ready for the Savior, is to come into repentance. We have to confess our sins, give them over to God, all of them. Because you don't want one of your sins to keep you from the kingdom of heaven. It's better for you to gouge your eye out if your eyes causes you to sin. It says in the Bible. It's better to go into the kingdom of heaven with one eye than to be thrown into hell with two eyes that you can see. Right? So how powerful is it going to be? That's what I believe is going to happen in the church in these last days. This is why I think it's important that we don't just skip over this holy day. Israel still believes that they have to do sacrifices. Israel still believes in the Old Testament. They don't believe yet in the Messiah, but a day is coming when the Messiah will appear in the clouds, and then they will all turn and believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. That day could be today. Today could be the day that Jesus returns. Because today could be the day where the church gets itself right with God, repents of all its sins, and be cleansed. What? You can't be any cleaner than the first day you're clean. You can't be any cleaner than the moment you jump out of the shower. You know, basically. When I first accepted Jesus Christ and I gave him my sins was probably the cleanest moment in my life in history. The moment that the church gathers together in one accord 
and cleanses itself from all unrighteousness, the cleanest the church will ever be. Because I guarantee you, the minute we walk out these doors, the devil's going to try to throw some dirt on you, and you're not going to be clean anymore, and you're going to have to repent. The minute we start our waking day tomorrow, and we get up, <laughs> right? And we don't have a great morning, you can per se. And the first thing you do is you get up and you're like, oh, you know? Yeah. You're dirty again and you got to ask for repentance. Correct? But repentance, as my wife was just saying, is a free gift. It's a gift from God. Repentance is a gift. We look at repentance as it's a punishment. You know, we look at repentance like, oh, God, I got to go up there. and, But you know what? It's a gift. It's freedom. It's deliverance. It's a gift from God to set you free from any bondage that the devil can hold on you. Forgive me, Lord, for being a glutton. Forgive me, Lord, for swearing. Forgive me, Lord. Cleanse my mind from all unrighteousness. Cleanse my eyes. The eyes are the, are the door to your soul and your spirit. We have to be careful what we see, what we hear. Forget, forgive me for getting involved, Lord God, into, into anger or, or backbiting or gossip. Forgive me, Lord. And there's all kinds of other things that we do. And we know them. You know them. Today would be the day to get right 100% with God and cast all your sins on Him. Because, you know, He is faithful and just to forgive us all our sins, the Bible says, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Today, there's not one here that's holy. That person is sitting right now at the right hand of God, interceding for us and praying for us. And he wants nothing more for us than to be set free and for us to be with him. You know, I've always said this, and I've always believed it. John the Baptist was a forerunner for Jesus. But there is something prophetic about John the Baptist more than just in Jesus' time. Because Jesus all of a sudden appeared, right? In a virgin birth in Bethlehem. And John the Baptist prepared the way for him. I believe in my spirit, I've said it, I've said it here a hundred times probably, that before Jesus' return, there is going to be an outcry of repentance. Just like John the Baptist was preaching repentance. Repent for the kingdom of God is near. That is going to happen again in, in the church. That is going to happen again in the world. We see it happening. My wife just showed me a video this morning of, of, up in Auburn at the college where all of a sudden a, a student asked the coach to be, if he would be baptized, took him down to the pond and baptized. And then all of a sudden thousands started coming to be baptized. They said over 5,000 students. I'm telling you, God is moving in the world. He's moving. 
And I want to see God move here in this place. But most of all, I want to see God move on your own hearts so that when the day he does come, that there is nothing in you that holds you back from being raptured, from being taken away. I want to see God move on your own hearts, in your own lives, in your own families, in your own relationships. I want to see your lives right first as my own. It says that in Luke chapter 3, verse 3, it says that he, this is talking of John. He went into the vicinity of the Jordan proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as it is written in the book of the prophet Isaiah, who, who the prophet Isaiah prophesied about this whole time of John the Baptist and Jesus. He said, a voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way for the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley will be filled and every mountain and hill will be made low. The crooked will become straight, the rough way smooth, and everyone will see the salvation of God. Praise God. That is, I believe, what's going to happen again just before Jesus' return. There is going to be a number, a number of people, of forerunners out there that are raising up a cry, a cry to God. And this cry is going to be the same cry that John the Baptist cried out in the wilderness, repent. Don't you see this world and how it's going? Doesn't it need repentance in your eyes? Can't you see the evil all around you in the days that we're living in? There is evil abounding, leaps and bounds all around us. The Bible says in the end days, the things that are right will be called wrong, and the things that are wrong are be called right. We're living in these days. We're living in these days. These are the days that the Bible told us about. Where right is wrong and wrong is right. We need people like John the Baptist to stand up and cry out, Repent, for the kingdom of God is near. Repent, because Jesus could be coming any moment. See, we need to live like he's coming in a hundred years or prepare like he's coming within a hundred years, but we need to live like he's coming at this very hour. I heard that this morning, and I'm sure I probably didn't say it correctly, but we need to be prepared. Are you prepared? Are you ready for the King of Kings to come on the clouds? Are you ready? Is in your heart ready? Is your family ready? Are your children ready? Are your friends ready? Are you ready? Only you know. 
My job is to make sure you're ready. It's not easy. But if there's anything today that is holding you back, don't leave without getting right with God. Say, God, forgive me. I'm a sinner. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness, and you will make me clean. God says he will do that. And God is faithful to perform his word to the T, to the letter, to the period. Today is the atonement for you. Today is your time to get right with God 100%. Don't let anything hold you back. Don't be ashamed. It's simple. God, forgive me, I'm a sinner. Cleanse me and make me clean. And I'll be clean. I'll be whiter than snow. Cast all my sins from the east to the west. Lord, I lay everything down at your feet. Forgive me. Today I want to be right with you. And not just today, but tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And the rest of my days on this planet that you've allotted me, I want to be right with you. And when I fail, God, help me to repent immediately. Help me to ask forgiveness immediately. Amen? So why don't you just take a minute? Why don't we just take a minute? I'm not going to ask you to say anything out loud, but close your eyes. Just take a moment and close your eyes. And you just pour out your heart to God and say, God, this has been bothering me. I've been doing this, and I don't want to do this. I want to give this to you. Lord, I want to be right with you today. Today, I want to be right with you, 100%. I want nothing more than your Holy Spirit in my heart filling me to overflowing. I don't want nothing to hold me back. So let's just take a moment. Anything that comes to your mind that you know that you're in the wrong, then cast it at the cross. Lord, I lay it down at the cross where your blood washes it and cleanses it. Amen? So let's just do that for a minute. Now I want you to do one more thing. If you can, I want you to walk over to the cross. And I want you to just cast it down at the cross. And then you can go back to your seats.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Today is the most holy day. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Lord, fill us, church, with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now let's all just thank Him. Let's all just start praising Him. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's hear it. Let's raise up a praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Praise you, God. Thank you for your cleansing. Thank you, Lord, for making us white as snow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for taking all my sins. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that we nail him to the cross. Help us never to go back to him, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. Thank you, Jesus. God, you made a way when there was no way. God, you tore that curtain in two. The veil was torn. You made it possible for each one of us, Lord God, to go into the Holy of Holies. Lord God, Lord God, and now we're as clean as we'll ever be this day. Lord God, we can enter into the Holy of Holies, Lord God. So I pray that you would come and fill this place. Lord God, it said that a cloud of smoke covered over the atonement scene, over the ark. Lord God, when you entered the Holy of Holies, Lord, I pray that that cloud of smoke would come in this place and that you would fill us and fill our hearts now that we're washed clean and made whole by the blood of the Lamb and your word. I praise you and I thank you, Jesus. God, you're good. God, you're good. Your mercies are new every morning. God, you're good. You're holy. Lord God, you're righteous. Lord God, thank you, Jesus. God is holy, so we should be holy. Holy are you, Lord. Holy are you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that we don't have to go out and, and sacrifice a goat, a young bull, a lamb, multiple goats for this day, but we can just come to you and we can ask for forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, I pray for this day, Lord God, that this day forth, Lord God, that we would be looking earnestly and seeking you, Lord God, and looking for your coming, and that we would be ready, Lord God, and that we would be quick to repent and come into the kingdom of God, holy and righteous. Amen? Amen. So, Lord, I thank you for this day, and I pray, Lord God, that you would just continue to speak to us. Lord, that you would continue to 
Lord God, fill us with your Holy Spirit. That, Lord God, as we lay everything down at your cross, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you would just uh, make straight paths for us, Lord. It said that John prayed that there would be straight paths, that the mountains would be made low and the valleys would be filled. And every mountain and hill would be made low. Any mountain or hill that comes against us, Lord God, would be made low. Lord God, Lord God, and that we would have a straight path right to you every time. A straight path, Lord God. Straight path right to, and you would have a straight path right to our hearts. And I pray this, Lord God, over your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.